0: Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was
1: standing by my window. Good day
2: and welcome back to Circle Unbroken. That's one of my favorite ways to intro, to come in and say good day because no matter where you are, You got something going on. You got something going on in your life. It it may be, as you find us today, it may be a great day. It may be one of those days where you're thinking, man, I'm just ready for this day to be over. In the sense of your bed's calling your name, you want to get back in it. I'm I'm going to timestamp this, and I'm going to weathermark, if you will, this. For us here in Middle Tennessee, we are recording this today, and it has been, for our terms, it's been Snowmageddon. There have been several different things that have happened here locally for us. People gave this great forecast of what was going to happen. And if you grew up in the Middle Tennessee area, a forecast doesn't mean a lot. It doesn't mean a lot because it could miss, Uh, you'd get nervous, you'd think, oh, they missed it. My kids have been guilty before of calling people that work as far as meteorologists or or weather predictors, they've been guilty of calling them liars. And I said, guys, they're not lying. You've just got to predict something, something's got to happen, and then you can have a a warm front that cuts up, a gust that comes in, it it can mess it up all over. And you didn't come here today for a weather hour, but we are right here in the middle of a really, uh, calling it a cold snap would feel like an understatement. Because when I hear cold snap, I hear, well, get your jacket. (laughs) This morning, my wife sent me something, and it it was a descriptor of the weather that, that we've got going on right now. And with the weather that we have going on right now in this area, it showed us right next to Alaska. And it showed that Tennessee and Kentucky are colder than Alaska this morning and i bet you a lot of our folks that are from alaska or spent time in alaska kind of giggle at that and say yeah see how you like it but over here man there are people that are cold there are people that have really stepped up their numbers at our homeless shelter as far as working and helping others and so a lot of us are hunkering down i've got people that have asked me from different areas they said hey man are y'all frozen in are you staying warm and it's a nice conversation starter for everybody but in an area that's not typically a frozen tundra here. When it's cold, things can happen. Uh, when it's cold, when, when things happen, whether or not it's your pipes freezing and you're wondering what's going to happen uh, when they thaw out, all the way over to if I have to stare at these same people uh, for three or four more days, what am I going to do? Uh, it challenges a lot of people. And, and weather can challenge people in so many ways. We think about different areas where something will happen and there will be a prediction of maybe inclement weather not in the cold sense but maybe a tornado maybe something that's going to come to a land or come to an area and emergency responders are always on standby. Disaster relief, they're, they're always ready to go and, and to help and, and to step in. And today, as we think about this, there have been so many people around our town and around our community that have stepped up. They've stepped up to help others. Uh, that, Like I said earlier, they have doubled down on the shelters for people. They have warming centers throughout our town, as I know there are in many other towns. And there's a lot of people with good intentions, there's a lot of people that are getting out. They're saying, hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to brave it. I'm going to risk it. And then they wind up with their truck or their car sideways on a road that just hasn't had attention yet. And, I, and I'm starting today not to make you feel more cold. I'm starting today not to make you feel like, hey, I'm never getting outside uh, until it's about 80 degrees. Not, not doom and gloom, if you will. But I want to talk about what happens when the pressure is dialed up. I want to talk about what happens for us when our game is changed. When it's colder, when you're hurting, when you think, okay, I wasn't planning for this, cancellations. Uh, I had people that I was supposed to meet with yesterday and today, uh, and those things got changed because of somebody couldn't get somewhere or somebody was staying inside. In life, it's called, to use a sports term, it's called calling an audible. It's called looking and seeing what's going on, looking at the different factors in your life. And I want to start today by asking you this. How, you ready for this, how adjustable are you? How do you bend? How do you change? Are you good at it? Are you somebody that, that when a curveball comes and something happens in your life, are you able to change? Or are you somebody that just has your day wrecked, that has your day ruined when something is different? And to be fair, this could happen on many Different days. This could happen on many different days in your life. Some days you could be somebody that's very flexible. Some days you could find yourself somebody that goes with the flow and says, ah, it's just whatever. And then on other days you could find yourself being the person that says, my feet are rooted. I'm cemented right here. I'm not going to change. I can't believe that this change is being of me or or this is happening. I'm I'm not close to moving. And so I want you to really have an evaluation, a fair evaluation today of yourself. How do you do when it comes to flexibility? How do you do when you need to move, when you need to shift, or when you need to pivot? I want to welcome in our producer, our general manager here, Clayton Harris. Welcome in, sir. How are you, bud? I'm doing well, Taff. Good morning. Good morning. This is a time of adjustment, isn't it? It is. It its People are having to shift, move. Tell me this. You don't have to go uh, bit by bit, but both of us have a lot of kids at our house. Yep. How do your kids do with schedule change? Uh, It's chaotic. Uh,
0: They kind of get that cabin fever. And um, when they're not going to school and doing things according to plan – yeah, it can be hectic for sure.
2: That that's what happens in our house. Same same thing. We've had people that have said to us before the cold weather came, "Hey, we need to get together and do such and such." And they were thinking about sledding or, or you know doing something if quote unquote if the cold weather came. And now that it's here, and, and now that there are people that are they're stuck or in different spots, it's been real funny because my kids remember. Oh, you said we were going to go to so-and-so's house. They mentioned us going over there. I said, well, man, that's not going to work today, buddy. It's, it's kind of ridiculous outside. We're not going to do that. And they'll quickly go to, so so who was lying? I'm like, man, no, dude, stop. No, Nobody was lying. There's just things that happen. There's, there's things that come up. There's reasons why people can't get together. I have other kids, Clayton, and I'm sure you do too. Others, they would just assume, don't tell me anything, so that I don't have to worry about it changing, right? Like they're, they're more on the side of, let's let's communicate on the low side of, of things. And so that piece is pretty funny as well when you look at it and you think about how different people react, uh, different reactions that people have from time to time. It, it makes me laugh. Um, it's funny because when I'm the one that doesn't have to change, when I'm the one that's not called to change, I find myself in a situation going, Oh, everybody else just needs to be more flexible. Everybody else needs to, but when I'm called to change, all of a sudden, I find myself going, you know what? This is hard. Somebody's asking of me a lot. Right. And so I think from time to time it requires a, a humble and an honest evaluation so to speak, for us. Because I think you you look around and you think about some great businesses, some great movements, some great ministries that have changed, things that have happened in life because somebody was willing to shift. Somebody was willing to pivot. And when that happened, what you saw is you saw somebody take something and make something out of it. And so right now, as people are, stuck at their house right now as people are relegated to different spots. It it reminds me all the way back to when we were quarantined and and when we were quarantined and it was, ah, well, I heard this morning, uh, the sheriff say that domestics have gone up. Uh, why do you think that happens? Just people are stuck together in the same spot. They're, they're together in the same house. Um, and they, they have to evaluate if they really like each other, so to speak. I mean, that that seems to be something that happened during the pandemic. Uh, Divorce rates, things that happened where people were stuck together all the time. Then you turn around and you look at this. What craft can I work on? I know you and I talked yesterday midday and I was home and that there were different things that I was listening to and different things that I was getting ready as far as our station goes here and our programming goes. And you look at that and you think, okay, while I'm down or while I'm out, what, what things can I be working on? What, what pieces of a craft can I be making better? And so a lot of people right now might feel like they're in a season. They might feel like they're in a winter season of just being stuck of just being cold. Uh, Pardon the terrible pun here, but feeling frozen, right? Like they're just in a space of, oh, I can't move. I can't wait to thaw out. I can't wait to change. Well, during that spot, you can evaluate. During that spot, you can, for lack of better terms, you can view it as an incubation period where here I am. All right, what can I do? What can I do better? I spoke to a guy yesterday. We were supposed to meet and it worked out. We couldn't get together. And I said, man, what are you up to? And he said, man, I've just been running. I said, oh, you're brave. And he goes, no, 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 the treadmill in the house. Like he, he has done that inside so that he could feel like he was outside. Now, he could have not corrected me, and I could have pictured him being a guy running, traipsing through the snow like a warrior. But he just told me, he said, man, I have to. I have to do this. I have to feel a certain way. Um, Martin Luther King Day on on Monday, I knew we weren't going anywhere. There was an event I was supposed to host that got canceled. Uh, I knew with everything that was happening with the weather that we weren't moving. And I woke up a little bit earlier than I had mentally anticipated. Now, mentally anticipated means I didn't turn an alarm on. And I woke up a little earlier than I mentally anticipated, and I heard jingling. Uh, I heard something going on in the bathroom, and I looked up, and, and my wife was getting like ready, ready. And I said, "What? whoa, Like, like where are you where are you, what are you? It was almost this, where do you think you're going? You know, like, like what, what are you, Did you forget what day it is? Have you not looked outside? She said, no, this is just for my mentality. This is just for my mentality. Today, if I can look and feel this way, I'll get more done. I'll be better. And I, I kind of looked at her and I said, I hope you don't expect the same of me. Because today I'm going to be hoodie up, my pants may or may not be checkered, and the may or may not be me flannel, and, uh, but it's just a difference in mentality of what you can do when you're down, what you can do when you feel like you're relegated to a certain spot. And I was challenged by this yesterday. Yesterday I received an email from a guy, and he, he was pumping out some information. It surprised me to get that email from him, but he he began the line to a group of guys by saying, hey, this is the perfect time to get some things done. It's the perfect time for me to do this. And so he was basically saying, excuse me if you're taking a snow day, but for me, it's a day for me to pump these things out, to say these things, to get them out so that when I'm back in the field, so that when I'm back on the street, so that when I'm back in my normal rhythm, I can say that I got these things done and... I can say that I didn't waste a day. Now, here's something else that happens when we're quarantined, when we're snowed in, when we're maybe sidetracked a little bit. We can begin to make excuses. We can begin to make excuses and we, we can talk about how we feel, how, how we're not motivated, how we're down a little bit, how this is hard, that this is tough for us. And here's a deal that can happen a lot of times. We can say, this is a reason for me to be slothful. This is a reason for me to kind of take, take a backseat, take a time out. And there's always something valuable in rest. There's always something good in being able to turn your brain off from time to time, enjoying it, being here. But we also have to remember this. Every day that we wake up is a gift. And if every day that I wake up is a gift, it doesn't matter if I'm going to work at a physical location or not. I need to be a version of myself, whether or not it's at home, whether or not it's on the street, whether or not it's, it's going to an appointment or whether or not that appointment has been canceled. I need to be a version of myself where I say, you know what, I want to view this day as a gift that's been given to me. And that happened for me again on day one of Snowmageddon. I was talking to one of my teenagers and I was talking to one of my teenagers and that teenager wanted to argue about what we were going to do. About what they were going to get done, about what was going to happen, about where they were going to go in the snow, what, how, what all they were going to be allowed to do. And I pulled them to the side in the house. This is to start the day. This is after I told you I've seen my wife all dressed up for the day and ready. And I go out and I pull one of them to the side and I said, Hey, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to focus today on making a memory. Now, this is a quote from me, a Snowden dad, to my teenager, okay? So if you want to use this at other points in your life, feel free to take it and use it. But I said this, I need you to focus today on making a memory, not on winning an argument. Will you please focus today on making a memory, not on winning an argument? Now, I said this to a teenager, and who knows what kind of ears that it fell on, but I want to tell our audience this. It was selfish, it was selfish for me because here's what I wanted. I wanted them to make a memory. I wanted them to have a good day. What I didn't want to do was stay home and be referee, warden, you know, get getting on to everybody. I wanted to say to them, "Hey, in this moment where we are, what we're doing, this is something that has great potential to be special." And so that's what we want to do here. Before we go to break today, I want to talk to you a little bit about your mentality. When things don't go the way that you have planned, your mental space, what, what happens, what takes place when you're in a situation you think, I didn't plan for this. I, I didn't want this to take place. I didn't want this to happen. And so now I'm in a different spot. Evaluate what it is that you do evaluate the things that maybe you say maybe it's self-talk maybe it's things where you look and you say i'm going to make a list i'm going to knock this list out or today i'm going to accomplish x y and z when i am here do not waste days can i say that again i don't care how long you sleep i don't care how many emails you send or whatever you do but do not waste days in every day there is an opportunity and i've had to really evaluate this here lately it's a time of year for many of us where it can feel gray, where it can feel dark, where, where we can feel weak, we, we can feel tired. But every single one of these days, I have to have this mindset that a day in January is the same kind of gift as a day in July. That a, that a crisp October, and maybe I'm speaking myself into a thing that I like right now, but a crisp October day is the same kind of gift as a cold January afternoon. Now, I understand seasonal things. I understand the ways that we can be impacted, the way that these things can mess with us a little bit. But I want to challenge you to think of all these things as a gift. And as we go through today's show, we wanted to start with this by kind of setting the stage for you, telling you where it is that we are, what it is that we're doing right now. But I want to really speak today into your season I want to speak today into your year. I want to talk about the ways in which you maybe have started this year and how you're feeling right now. And then your plans for the next month, for the next quarter, what you're going to do. Because guess what? There may be another snow day. There may be another moment of inclement weather where you you can't do X, Y, or Z. Who knows? I I don't wish it on anybody, but there could be another round of sickness where people can't get out. You know, we start looking at an election year, who knows what could happen and what's going to be thrown at you, what curveball is going to happen in your life. But when you look and you say, okay, I've got a plan. When you say, I've got this agenda, I've got this goal, we're going to do X, Y, or Z. And I wound up having to stay in the house I wound up in a situation where you say, you know what, this was my plan, this was my intention, this was my meeting, this was my appointment, and now it has changed. When I call that audible, when I look at my life and I say, okay, things are different, now I've got to look at this day as a gift, the same way that this day would have been a gift if I had had eight appointments today, if I had eight things on my list to get checked off, and at the end of the day, I could say I did them all. When you switch, when you shift, When you look and you say, okay, I'm waking up today and today's a snow day. I'm waking up today and things aren't going the way that they were planned. They're not going according to the different ideas that I had. Maybe you evaluate. Maybe you look back and maybe you say, okay, what's the purpose in this day? Despite the challenges, despite the problems, the hurdles that might be there, who do I have around me? And when I look at who's around me, whether or not it's at work, whether or not it's my family. Whether or not it's on the phone, people that I text, emails that I receive, do I have the ability to view those people as the gifts that they are? Because if God has put somebody in my life and in my rhythm, I have an opportunity, no matter the weather, I've got an opportunity, no matter the circumstance, to be a blessing to those people and also to be thankful for those blessings that they are in my life. Again, the format of Circle and Broken focuses on faith, on business, and our community. And I think that's something that we see a lot, especially in times of crazy weather. Uh, we see different churches making decisions about who they're going to be able to take care of who they're gonna be able to help. Businesses have to make the decision on who they're going to serve, what they're gonna be able to do. They don't want people to risk it or to be too dangerous. And then our community, we received messages this morning of people wondering about the court and wondering about city and what's gonna be open and how will the community still function and still move together. All of these different groups that make up the circle of our lives have to make these decisions during this time. And it's all about evaluating who I can serve how i can serve them and what i can do we'll be back on circle Unruly.
0: This is Coach Trader's golf from Columbia Central High School football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia,
1: Tennessee.
2: Welcome back to Circle Unbroken. I'm your host, Taft Ayers, joined in today by our producer, Clayton who's working the microphones. Clayton, how you hanging in there, buddy? I'm doing well, Taft. <laughs> so Forgot who I was well, for a second. I, I almost
0: said Delk, uh, <laughs> based on how we're positioned in the studio. But yes. I
2: okay, I could say dude number 1, dude number 2. <laughs> this today, Clayton. Okay, there we go. I was t- I couldn't hear myself for a second. I figured I had tugged on something, but it just came back on. Who, who knows? I hear you. You're yeah, are loud could, and clear. It could have been this. Oh, I bet you it's a short. There we go. If you just jiggle it just right, you can hear yourself, man. That, that's the nature of where we are right now in this weather. What What's going to work? What's not going to work? But props to you guys still doing the morning show, still faithful to three dudes with a view. And and tell me this, with that show in this weather, what's the response been like so far? People still listening even though they're frozen in?
0: absolutely uh yeah we had several messages the last couple of days from folks uh just talking about all different sorts of things and then uh this morning we had sheriff bucky Rowland who came in and basically just advised people to stay stay in if they could uh, especially those that don't live um on main roads those right. on secondary roads those are tough and um Delk, you mentioned um about how it's when after the snow melts, uh, it's the shaded areas that are the most dangerous.
1: Well, as uh, Sheriff Roland was talking about that, and he said, you know, when we first had the snow, it was basically just people sliding off the road or sliding into a ditch and typically not bad accidents. He said the bad accidents, the fatalities, the, the serious accidents occur uh, as the snow starts to melt on and it... And then on the shady side of a hill, it'll, it'll refreeze, and those patches of ice like that people don't see, and they are riding along on roads they think are clear, but they're not. Mm-hmm. And he says that's where the bad accidents, so they generally happen on the back side of these storms as things start to melt and then refreeze. And uh, so I thought that was a very important message from Sheriff Rowland to watch for those places that may have ice after we have some melting and refreezing, as he said, the shady side of hills. Uh, and because that's where the fatalities and mm-hmm. the really bad accidents generally occur. And that, that was his message. And, and I, I think that's an important message to get out
2: there. Oh, sure. Especially right when right when people think that they're okay, uh, right when people are, are cruising along where, where, what feels like normal, uh, and then they, they hit something that wasn't expected or see it. Uh, we're joined in also by, if you heard that voice there, you recognize that voice as a listener. That's our station owner, Delk Kennedy. Delk, you look warm today. Okay. Uh, well... <laughs> You know, it's
1: gotten up to eight degrees outside, and compared to when I got up this morning, it feels really warm out there. I was just outside. (laughs) And the other thing the sheriff said, you know, is right now, he said, the the state roads, the main highways are pretty clear, but I had to use four-wheel drive to get from my house out to Highway 50 this morning, and the sheriff said that was typical all over the county, any kind of back road, county road, uh, or even the less- uh, traveled or maintained roads like Carters Creek Pike or Morrisville Pike mm. uh, Camelsville Pike he said those are treacherous so um, that, that's that's what it is we're in the middle of a major winter storm I, the worst that I can remember I don't ever remember eight below right. in Murray County I don't remember that
2: that's, that's what my wife was asking me last night she said she pulled up some temperature she said and whatever it read I don't remember what she read but she goes have you ever seen this I said, no, no, I haven't. And, and in this cold weather and, and in, uh, I made a joke earlier at the beginning, I said, you can't even call it a cold snap because cold snap feels like go get your jacket, right? <laughs> when you talk about this, um, I referred to it with some people as snowmageddon um, because of, of how it kept coming down. Uh, I went, uh, we went over to a hill behind our house the other day and there was a guy who was there and I told my family, I said, hey, we're going to be here 30 minutes. And then we're going to go back and i was just being safe on that side and there was a guy sitting there and he said man i've been here with my family since noon and it was three o'clock oh wow and i said dude you've been here since noon and he goes yeah D- different people have come and He goes, i've been kind of man on the hill people have brought food and done x y and z and i looked at him and i said dude you've been here the whole time and he said well crazier than that is that as i've been here the whole time it hasn't stopped stowing and he said in my life he said, I've never been out where it was just continuous snow like that in the middle of the day for, for middle Tennessee anyway. And so it was funny talking to him. And I said, when are you going back to the house? And this will lead us into my next point. I said, when are you going back to the house? And he said, man, I'm going to stay out here as long as I can. Well, this man, he, I know his family. He doesn't have on, on the, from a public eye or on the surface, it's not a terrible marriage. There's not something that he's running from at the house. But he said, it's just chaos, over there. So I'm looking to be out. The longer I can have us out, the better it will be. And I said, even if you lose a toe or two, and we started laughing and cutting up about that. But when I heard Bucky talking this morning, and he, he made the passing comment that Delk talked about it some, about how people that are together all the time during during this time, um, he, Bucky mentioned that domestics had had gone up. Delk, I know with your background as far as you know, criminal law and, and, and people doing different things as far as when they're contained in a space together, sometimes it's hard when we're together and we can't get out to have full appreciation for those closest to us. Why do you think that is? Well, What, what do you think happens when, when people are just put in a box like that, Delk? I don't know. And,
1: and as Sheriff Rollins said this morning, people are, you know, they're, they're shut in together, and so the domestics, as you put it, domestic violence right. rises under that set of circumstances, and the sheriff's department gets more domestic violence calls. Uh, divorce lawyers always, and, and I did a little divorce early in my career, but of course I've known divorce lawyers all my career, and they always talk about how the divorce is always just after the major holidays, mm. that Monday after Christmas or after Thanksgiving, you know, just get ready. Here come the divorces. And uh, that's the way the business works. My impression, though, is that it's not the force togetherness. The force togetherness just just sets off something that's already there. Sure, right. You know, it's it's it, it, it's already there. It just the force togetherness just brings it
2: to a head. Right, right. Some something there. There's already an issue. There's already something, and maybe you. are it's highlighted, or, or maybe it's magnified. Right. Uh, it's not created right. in, in, in that space. Sa- same thing happens when, on the flip side of it, I've always told this to people before, uh, a lot of our friends over the years who who caught a little bit of fame. They, they, they would get famous for something. Maybe, maybe it was for sports, or maybe it was media, or some job took them to new heights. And some of our other friends would say, oh, man, he's so different now. You can't get him on the phone. Or I said, no, no, no. He's just more of who he used to be. Like, we, we never could call so-and-so back in the day when we didn't have money. But now that he's famous, uh, there's a little bit more of that in his life. You know, it's, it's just an accelerated version of him. Maybe she was very generous. And people would say, well, now she gives so much money because she's got this big job. No, no, she's always been generous. It's just showing a little bit more of of who she is, you, you flip that back over to this, when when people are confined and they're in a space, there was already an issue. It's the same reason people take vacations, right, to try to get away from something. If there's already an issue or there's already something brewing or, or festering in a home, the forced togetherness can can bring it out, kind of like what you said when people would say, hey, get ready after a major holiday. Here come the divorces. Right. Uh, there's no there's no impending event to get through. So now that that's passed, people can look at that and say, "Okay, now now we've made it through this or this is my last, you know, thing that I'm going to do and this happens." And so I wanted to bring out that not really just on the negative side, but I want to talk about how we can have a growth or a fostered appreciation for the people that we are the closest to in proximity during times like this. So maybe there's somebody that you've been hoping you could spend more time with. Maybe maybe if you're like the average parent, if you're listening as a parent today and you're in the middle of just that race where, man, it's, it feels like dog eat dog every day and I don't have enough time in the day. And maybe the world right now has forced you to slow down, forced you to slow down. A little bit, and you've got more time with the people that you've begged to have more time with, that you've wished that you could be together with. And so, the same thing that I said in our first break here I told a teenager yesterday oh, no, two days ago at my home I need you to focus during this snow break on creating a memory and not winning an argument. And maybe that's a message for the parents. Maybe that's a message for the people that are home right now or or the people that are working different hours right now. And maybe it's time for you to think about creating a memory, stepping into a moment with your family or doing something different. Talked to a guy yesterday and his new work hours were 10 to 2. And he told me, he said, man, I could get used to this. And he laughed about it. And so the question is, what are you going to do with those margins? What are you going to do when you have to shift with the extra time that you've been allotted or given? What are you going to create in that space? And I think that's the message of life. Anytime we get a little bit of margin, anytime we get that, whether or not it's in your personal budget, whether or not it's in your workflow, whether or not it's in a time when you thought something was going to happen. Some of my best meetings ever have come when someone else had to cancel. Somebody else had a cancellation and they were in my town. And they would say, hey, I just had a 12 o'clock cancellation. This is a Hail Mary. Any any chance you get together? And some of the greatest things have come out of those before. And so I think we need to look at that and say, there may be some pockets that are created here for us to have greater appreciation for the people that sometimes we feel too busy to appreciate. We feel too busy to accommodate or to take care of. And I think humanity can be on display in in situations like this. We can say, man, I begrudge the cold. I don't like it when it's tough. I don't like it when it's, you know, negative eight, two degrees, what's gonna happen on this street? What's going to happen at this business, whether or not it's the pipes, or, or whether or not it's the roof, or whether or not it's employees calling in or calling out. So many people can ruin our days. So many external factors can mess with us and so the people that we are given the people that we do have we have an opportunity in these situations to help and to serve Clayton when we got that message earlier where somebody was asking about courts you get an answer on that still waiting on one but I did
0: reach out and hopefully I hear back from him here
2: in the next few moments I, I think that us being a radio station, us being a media outlet, us being a megaphone for the city, somebody, I think it's a, a testament to us that somebody would reach out and say, hey, I want, I want to make sure that, that I've checked this off. I want to make sure that, that this is right. You, you have an opportunity to serve through your normal outlet, but also to be able to be somebody who's out there and serving people when they're in a time of need. And so this is what I do like about situations like this is that you can see humanity on display you can see opportunities to help other people you can see people that will look out it odds are good that if you're driving down a side street and you see somebody on the side of it you're going to stop and you're going to help them on a regular day where the street's not white and somebody's on the side of the road you may look at that as shady activity and say, I'm just going to keep driving. But now, if I see somebody that looks like they're on the side of the road and they don't mean to be, somebody's going to say, ooh, do they need a little bit of help? Like, we're, we're being more aware. I'm not telling you to abandon all sense. I'm not, I'm not telling you to go run into dangerous situations just because it's cold outside. But what I am trying to say here is that we've got an opportunity and we have moments to further help others and, and to reach out. Outside of our comfort zones, to take care of those people that are in our normal rhythm, to take care of those people that are maybe at our homes and our normal environments, but to also be people that look out and say, during these times, there's a lot of different needs that are popping up. And as these needs pop up, it's an opportunity for me to look and say, how can I serve better? How can I be better? It's the message of Circle and Broken. It's one that we think makes for better faith, better business. And better communities. We'll be back after the break on Circle Unbroken.
0: This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee
2: Segment here today of our episode on Circle Unbroken, where we timestamped it at the beginning of the episode today, and those are always fun. If you're listening to us in Radio World, you think, Why are you timestamping this? Well, all of our shows are also available on podcasts. Any place that you look for your podcast, you can find our shows. And so I like to timestamp them every now and then when something. Out of the norm, something maybe a little bit irregular is happening. And, and for us here locally on Front Porch Radio, we look out the front window and we see white, and we don't see a little bit of white. We see a whole, to use a nice educated term, a whole lot of white. We see it all over the place. It's all around us. Uh, Some of our major roads are being cleared and people can move about. But we think about what has happened here in Columbia, Middle Tennessee, uh, and all these different areas. And it has been a time of adjustment. It has been a time of challenge for many different people, and so we spent some time today talking about what you do in that adjustment, talking about what happens, so to speak, when you are challenged, when, when you're thrown off of what we appropriately label your normal rhythm. We talked about opportunities to serve, where you'll help other people, where you'll look about to others, but then also we talked about the things that you have at your home, the assets you have the people that you have and the opportunities that you have if you view every day as a gift we're also joined in today by clayton harris welcome back brother thank you sir good morning good morning and also delt kennedy welcome back delt thank you Tav. You guys have been manning manning the ship during these times of of trial in Columbia, being a voice of regularity in the mornings on the morning show and having many people check in through Facebook, through text messages and phone calls. And I think they like the fact that Three Dudes with a View still treks on and and still goes in our town of Columbia, Even even if it's Zoom heavy, even if we have more guests that are Zooming in, you still find a way to get it done, right? That's
0: it, yeah. I mean, that's uh, the sh- the show goes on, as the saying goes, right? Yeah, right.
2: And we're also getting notice of a lot of our schools, as we mentioned earlier. They're just going ahead and punting the ball. Yeah, uh, they're, they're going ahead, and and the kids are rejoicing, and the parents are saying, "Say what? Well, what, what what's going on here?" But it, it's a safety measure uh, for all of these places. I just wonder at our school if uh, if the school this is just me thinking out loud here. If the school is postponed and they're not meeting for a while, maybe they'll postpone my tuition draw. Right? It's cold out. That's not going to happen. It's hard times. That's not going to happen. My, my eighth grader is set to go to Washington uh, in a few months, and there, I know there's a draw coming out for that. May, you know what? Maybe that won't come out tomorrow because it's cold. Are right? you going back? Oh, I am not. See, I went, with, I went with the oldest last year, and so with those two, my top two being a greater part, my wife will go back for this second round. And I'm a little less political than she is. And so she gets to go back in a special year to Washington. Now, fun fact: when we went there last year, uh, we saw Jim Arvall there. He w- he was at the Capitol. He, he kept staring at me through these binoculars. I don't know. I don't know what he was those, doing. Those, those were his glasses, sir. <laughs> we we had a good time in Washington last year, and so so she'll go back. So yeah, who knows? I'll keep you guys posted on if they still make that draw in in the cold. Do right? they
0: still go to Colonial
2: Williamsburg?
0: Yes, yes. One of my favorite stops on on that
2: trip. I took that trip many, many years ago they and they make the stop at the beginning of the trip. yes and while I get that, I get it from a logistic standpoint, I feel like I, well I wish that there was a way when it's the first one, I don't think the kids really know what they're getting into.
0: Well, see, it was the first for us because we took a bus. We didn't fly. ah, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that made yeah. Complete... We, we went from there to Mount Vernon. Okay. Okay. George Washington's home home place.
2: I like hearing you talk about it because I can t- I can tell that this 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 is one was... of my favorite trips as a kid. Yeah, you appreciated it. Did oh, you go the same age that they go now? Yeah, it was eighth grade. Okay, okay yeah. so it's a continual thing. Mm-hmm. My my favorite thing about it last year is that our tour guide, who's very good at what he does. Um, decides to do – he's a local CA teacher. Yeah. And same. has he been the same guy the whole time?
0: No, uh, but he was one of my coaches. I think he may have been a chaperone when okay. we went. Yeah. Well,
2: he was, was doing this speech, and he, he picks the best places to do some of the best talks. It makes the kids really think, gets on their level. But right in front of the White House, he did a speech – and when I say speech, don't don't think like four score, like he's not but just making everybody get together and think. Well, he got everybody together to talk and right in front of the White House right there because we couldn't we couldn't go in on this trip. We were right in in front of the iron gate, you know at the, at the front. And he needed a platform to get up on and talk in front of everybody. And there was this parked white box truck. And he just jumps up and grabs like the side of the, the, the handle and the little stool there right where you walk up into the, the door. And, and he stands there and talks to us. And I kept thinking the whole time what is in this white box truck parked right in front of the white house Yeah, where yeah. where he could just get up there and, and go. And, uh, so, so that was a, that was a fun trip for us. And it sounds like it's one that they'll take some memories with absolutely for a long time. And speaking of memories that that's where we launched today. Um, I share with everybody here on circle and broken that we are right in the middle of some winter madness in our area. And that on the first day, of our home, homebound journey. Um, I said to a teenager, I need you to focus and I need you to be intentional about creating a memory and not winning an argument. And I think that I said that to him. And I I think I confessed earlier that I probably need to say that to myself as an adult, that we get so caught up in our tasks, our arguments our jobs that we have to do. And we don't Evaluate. We don't zoom out, if you will, and think about the memories that we have an opportunity to create. Um, As we were mentioning earlier, that that's a memory that was created on a Washington trip. Like it was intentional. You go here, you do that, and it sticks with you for a long time. One that I hope my wife and that my daughter have this year. But also having the memories that we have right now, that that we're able to create right now in the middle of what can be perceived to be madness. looking around and saying, you know what, whether or not it's going going to participate in this activity with my kids, whether or not it's watching this special movie, whether or not it's reaching out to this person. I, I got a phone call the other day of somebody that was just reaching out, and they were reaching out in the middle of this snow stuff, and they were reaching out, I think, because they were sitting on the couch. And it was an opportunity for them midday to go hey man how you doing like it was authentic it was also a little bit organic in the way that they reached out and it was one of those things where they probably to use my illustration earlier you probably wouldn't see somebody stopped on the side of the road and think they were in trouble you know but in when in this winter winter of madness uh you, you'll look and see somebody on the side of the road and think maybe they need help this guy if he reached out to me in the middle of the day i would think is everything okay but he reached out to me in the middle of the day because of where we are and said, hey, man, catch me up. How are you doing? Uh, Clayton, I think I sent you a text last night. Uh, and it was, hey, did you have a good day? And not that I normally wouldn't ask you that, but it, it was in the middle of this, <laughs> this like I said, winter madness where I was going, you made it home okay? Well, what you up to? It, it's a time where people evaluate. It's a time where people maybe, to excuse the terrible illustration here, but we act a little warmer. With, with the way that, that we look out and that we take care of people. And that's what encouragement I want to give you today. The bit of encouragement I want to give you is that when this all falls out, when this all melts away, man, if, if you've really enjoyed this, if you have been there for people, um, if you've done special things, find ways to create this for yourself in every day, in every gift that you're given. I think that's a big thing when it comes to circle and broken. If you're just now tuning in with us, if you've just randomly found us, the theme of circle and broken focuses, as we've said before, also we've said it before in today's episode, focuses on faith, business, and community. And in all three of those areas, there are pockets, there are opportunities to bless people, There are are special moments when you can look around and say, okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to be intentional about. Here's who we're going to try to be to make us special, to make us different, and to be able to reach out to other people, to be able to help people in their time of need. There are some people, I believe, that are put on this earth, and they're put on this earth with a gift. And the gift that they have is a gift of hospitality, the gift that they have might be a gift of benevolence. They see things in ways that are different. I know with my children, some of them are very open-handed and open-hearted, meaning, hey, what do you need to take from me? What do I need to give to you? Others, they have a clenched fist. They have a clenched fist and they say, nope, not, not going to get it, not going to have it. And a lot of it is how they've been raised, but a lot of it is also in their DNA, and in, in how they're made, uh, who they are, and how they walk about this earth. And I think that all of these different organizations, whether or not it's the faith space, business, or community leaders, I think we all have different people that, like we said earlier, that bring that different gifting, that have those different skill sets. And they have these different things, and they're created and made in these different ways and it's a way for us to be people that explore the gifts that we have the different attributes that that we might have that, that make us who we are and also you're able to look at external factors and say today am i acting this way am i serving this way am i being this way or have i let different things from the outside affect who i think that i am on the inside there's a perfect time for us to evaluate whether or not it's 80 degrees and sunny, whether or not it's eight degrees and hurting your bones to the core, you still have a gift in today. You've been woken up today. It's a great day to serve. It's a great opportunity for you to evaluate and to look at who it is that you are and how it is that you have been gifted so to speak. I want to give you a little bit more information as we close today with Circle Unbroken. I like to do this, and I, we don't do this as much as we should, but my email address is taft, that's T-A-F-T, at kennedybroadcasting.com. We'd love for you to reach out if you want to talk a little bit more about Circle Unbroken, about featuring your business on Circle Unbroken, about featuring your business here on Front Porch Radio with one of our stations. We've got two different formats that we have. We've got a lot of interesting things that are happening here this year in 2024, and we want you to know that this podcast and this radio show is here to serve is here to give you content that we hope is beneficial for you. But there is a pitch to it, we, and we also want you to know that. Again, that's taft at kennedybroadcasting.com. Reach out, shoot me a message, and let's talk about your ministry. Let's talk about your business. Let's talk about different ways that we could help you grow and help you go in this new year in 2024. Finally, as we sign off today, we talk all the time about growing where you're planted. And again, we know there's different weather, there's different things that happen where it might feel easy, and there's other times and there's other moments where it might feel like a challenge. But think about it, where it is that you are. Think about the purpose and the things that you've prayed for and hoped for. And maybe take a moment today to look around and to see where you are and to see what challenges lie ahead of you and who is in your orbit or rhythm that you might need to ask for help that you haven't reached out to yet. Circle unbroken beliefs from the bottom of our hearts that we're here to help, that we're here to serve. We hope you have a wonderful day. Until next time, stay warm.
1: I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day, when I saw that hers come rolling for to carry my mother away, will the